Welcome to Freya's Singing Tips, the podcast. This show is all about helping you become the best singer you can possibly be. Get practical tips, discover the awesomeness of your voice, and learn how to achieve your goals as a singer. So shut the door, grab your chai latte, and make yourself comfortable in your favorite space. You're about to embark on a journey of discovering the greatness of your voice. And here's your host, Friya Casey. Hi, and welcome to Freya Singing Tips, the podcast, episode 17. Today, I want to talk to you about belting. It's the thing that everybody wants to be able to do in order to sing high, in order to sing loud, in order to really come across passionately. So what is belting, actually? Belting is kind of an extension of the chest voice. Now, belting isn't actually a term that is just coined for singing. It was, it's just been used for singing in the past years, uh, several years. Just belting, all it means is just really sing loud or even not just sing. It's just, you know, belt it out, be loud, be heard, just be passionate. That's all that means. Now, in singing, it has come to describe a certain technique when you sing high. You don't want to go into a head voice. You want to sound like pop or like musical theater. And especially in pop and musical theater, it's very prevalent. It is an extension of the chest voice. You don't want to go into a head voice. But however, when you go higher and higher and higher in chest voice, there comes a limit and you can feel that if you get even louder, it gets harder. So you don't want to think of getting louder when you get higher. You want to think of actually letting less and less air through and kind of increasing the pressure, the air pressure, but not the pressure of pushing your vocal cords too hard. So I'm going to give you seven steps to strong and healthy belting now. And then I'm going to give you some exercises specifically. Now, in order to really actually find your belting voice, you will kind of just use your chest voice. Let's do an exercise like, yeah, 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 yeah. This is regular chest voice. Go up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Depending if you're a guy or girl, depending how high you can actually sing with chest voice naturally. Just don't go that far. Just kind of get louder as you go higher, but don't push it too hard yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 Just make sure you don't slip into head voice. Now what's going to happen? Probably you're going to feel the limit to where it wants to flip into head voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you want to flip over. So in order to not flip over and just kind of switch into head voice, try to have even better support and try to think of kind of like a, as if you were mad at someone, you were just kind of yelling. So like, yes, yes, yeah, 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 kind of, yeah, 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 yes, yes, I understand you. Another good exercise is just to kind of imagine you're really, really, really mad and then you just kind of clench your fists, make your body stiff, um, like your midsection, your torso. Take a deep breath and then just shout out and stay on one pitch, like so. Man! I mean, just do it as long as you can, but try not to think loud. 
try to think intense and full of strength. Now, the strength comes from your support, from your midsection. Also, again, don't let too much air travel through your vocal cords. When you feel there's too much friction going on by feeling that, like it tickles you or it scratches, it gets all scratchy and rough, then you're definitely putting too much pressure onto your vocal cords and you're pressing too much air through there. Try to minimize the airflow. That's the difference between regular chest voice and actual belting. Now, they have done some experiments. Let's say like they've stuck down an endoscope. They can stick it through your nose and then it goes back there and they could see right in front of your vocal cords what happens to them. So what actually they found out that when you belt out loud on the top, I mean not loud, but like high, you belt out high, the airflow is very, very minimal. And that's a key characteristic of high belting notes. I mean, if you belt them up high. Having said that, now let me give you seven steps to strong and healthy belting. It's very important that you don't just yell loudly, but you really, really keep your voice healthy. Now, the first thing I've already mentioned it, breathe and support properly. It starts with your breathing in. The way you inhale is going to determine how well you can exhale. Like if you inhale poorly, you make yourself stiff or, you know, you're just too constricted. You're not going to have enough air coming in. The result of that will be for you not being able to exhale correctly and not to support properly. So make sure you inhale deeply and you support from your diaphragm. And uh, always make sure your upper body is straight and that you feel the muscles all around your lungs, which means are not just in the front or in the back. They expand and then your support should be as well in your abs and your back. That's your support muscles that wrap around your lungs and it is so important especially when you're belting and singing high so support your breath that way all the way around kind of like a belt think of belting for belting you need a belt of support around your lungs think of it that way now the second thing is you can start with chest voice vowels like begin with an ah as in far or an eh, eh as in fan and then start in chest voice and slowly get higher. Don't start with singing the highest pitch you can. Start with a chest voice. That's kind of like your point where you start in order to practice higher belting. And don't go too far. Go to the limit, but don't go to where it actually hurts you. Anytime you feel a hurting sensation or it's rough or you have to cough, then stop doing whatever you're doing, then it's too much strain on your vocal cords. You want to be careful with your vocal cords. And always remember, it is a process. In the past 10 years, I have probably gained four half steps on the top just because I've been practicing it. Before that, the past 10 years, I have been singing a lot of popular music repertoire like musical theater and pop and rock and soul and all that stuff. Before that, I had a time where I mainly did opera and classical. And so my voice was very trained for head voice, but was not trained that much in chest voice. So I could probably sing pretty good to C above middle C in chest voice. But anything above that was a struggle. And I could definitely not go above a D. By now, I can hit a C and a D easily. I can do an E flat. I can do an E. And even when I really 
you know, really support and really have the drive, I can even hit an F, not in head voice, but belt it out. So that shows you that training does so much. So I've gained all these half steps on the top that I didn't have before. I can now sing so much higher than I could 10 years ago just because I have been training that part of my voice, but at the same time, never neglected head voice. It's an important principle also that you never neglect any register. Now, number three, I talked about that as you go higher, don't just get louder. So important. Remember that the vocal cords get thinner and longer as you sing higher pitches, but less of the whole mass of the vocal cords vibrates. So, you know, when you sing low, the whole muscle kind of vibrates and the higher you get and the more stretched it gets and the more tight the vocal cords get, the less of an area vibrates. I mean, like the opening between your vocal cords gets smaller and smaller. It gets tiny, tiny, tiny. You can see videos of vocal cords that, you know, with this endoscopy on YouTube. Just look for vocal cords and you will find tons of videos. It's very, very interesting. So don't push it too much. It's very important. Always keep in mind, don't push it too much. Number four, to strong and healthy belting is keep your throat open. Very, very important. Your larynx in a neutral position and your jaw relaxed. So you don't want to strain any of those parts. You don't want to you don't want to have a narrow throat. That way you're not going to have any resonating space and it's not going to sound good. You got to give yourself space for the sound to actually resonate. And that way it's going to make it even easier for your vocal cords because you're going to need less volume coming out in order to produce great volume. See, the vocal cords only produce the raw pitch, but then the resonating space that you create after that tone is um, produced, it's actually going to determine the quality of your sound. So it's very, very important to keep your throat open and keeping your larynx in a neutral position. I know there's different schools out there, but I absolutely, I'm someone who teaches keeping your larynx relaxed. So important. If you push your larynx around too much, yes, you can change voice colors every once in a while. If you go like, I'm chain my heart. Yes, it's cool if you do that every once in a while or something, you know, for effect. But basically, don't keep it in any pushed position. Keep it relaxed. Very important. It will move up and down, you know, just as you speak. You can already tell your larynx will move up and down a little bit. It's totally normal, but it moves just a little bit. Don't keep it in this pushed down position ever. It's very straining and it's not going to produce a true sound. It's just going to produce volume. It's kind of a cheat. I think it's a cheat. A lot of classical singers do that. They just push the larynx way down and what happens? You have tons of volume like... Tons of volume, tons of kind of dark color, but it's not a natural color and it's not going to produce the frequencies that actually cut through and have a ping in them. So you want to have ping and you want to cut through with your frequencies. You know, you want to be above the band, you want to be heard, and that's not going to be achieved by pushing the larynx down. Very important. Keep the larynx neutral and your jaw relaxed. So important. So I see a lot of singers do that whenever they sing low. And soft mouth closes when they sing higher and louder. Mouth opens way up. And then when you pray on the top, singing loud, belting out, it's like almost they have to dislocate their jaw and just kind of pop it out of position. You want to keep your jaw relaxed because your jaw isn't going to determine how much resonating space you have inside of your mouth cavity or your throat because that's determined by the tongue and the pharynx and the throat back there, your soft palate. Those are all the parts that are actually movable. Now your jaw has 
for me, it's like there's a certain position that it can go to as far as how far open it could be. And beyond that degree of opening, it doesn't do any good to open it anymore, except that it causes too much tension and you're just going to be too tense. And yeah, that's never a good thing as a singer. You want to have the feeling just as if you were speaking. You know, when you're speaking, you could speak for hours. I could, <laughs> I guess. And have the feeling your jaw isn't tired if you're doing it right. So you want to have the feeling your jaw is relaxed because you don't want to, after half an hour of singing, you, wanna have a, you don't want to have a really tight jaw. You want to have it in a very natural position. Also, it's going to look weird if you kind of wee open up your mouth and your audience feels like, oh my goodness, it's like a alligator trying to dislocate the jaw. I mean, that's uncomfortable for you and it's uncomfortable for your audience. So you don't want to do that. And step five to strong and healthy belting. And I talked about that in the beginning. The higher you sing, the less air flows. So important. Picture a laser beam passing through your vocal cords. Very, very small, but very condensed. So that airstream is so condensed. It's high pressure airstream coming through your vocal cords, but very little air goes through there. So important. Now, number six, and that is also a very, very important part of especially belting out high. Don't hesitate. I mean, I've seen that so many times. And belting only works if you're not hesitant about hitting those high pitches. So Don't be afraid to put all your effort into them. When you do it half-heartedly, what happens is, first of all, you're not gonna inhale enough. Second of all, you're not gonna have enough support. Third of all, you're not gonna have enough. Your vocal cords aren't gonna be as tense as they need to be for the pitch to be produced because it's just all loose and kind of relaxed and it's not enough tension there. I mean, not the good tension, you know, the good kind of tension. You need to have a tension in order to do anything, right? So when you doubt yourself and you're like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. Or when you know someone's listening and you just, you think, oh, I can't be too loud. It's going to sound terrible. There's no way you're going to belt out high and it's going to come out right. You got to be convinced and you got to be uninhibited so important as soon as you doubt something it's like wanting to do a, like a long jump or you know doing anything an athlete does when they hesitate there's no way they're going to make that you know long jump there there's no way because your body has no tension anymore when you doubt it so don't hesitate about singing those high notes don't go unchain my oh i don't know if i can get that pitch hard oh Oops, now my voice broke. Unchain my heart. Yes, I'm going to get that pitch. Yes, you got to want it. And lastly, and I talked about that just now, keep your body tension. So even when you have breaks and rests in between, keep your body tension. You don't want to be loose. It's kind of like, it's like that athlete. It's like that basketball player. If you let your body all loose and don't have body tension, you're not going to be able to react quickly. You're not going to be able to to catch that ball or just to, to dribble because you need that basic body tension in order to have quick movement and to react it's like lifting up something heavy or pushing a heavy shopping cart you need that body tension while you sing especially when you want a belt you gotta have that basic body tension even you know in your breaks in your rests in between keep that basic body tension and that's gonna ensure that you can have a healthy belting up there and not strain your vocal cords too much so I always say like strain versus tension. You need tension, but you don't want to create strain. 
So these were my tips. And uh, the thing I want to say about it too, it's like a caution, a word of caution. Don't expect any miracles immediately. It will definitely take time and practice consistency to develop your high belting voice. So be patient. But I promise you this. If you actually practice that on a regular basis and really do some exercises, and I have some videos on YouTube where I have some specific exercises. I have tons of videos actually about belting to give you specific exercises to train. And you need to do them, I would suggest, at least two, three times a week. Um, because if you don't do it on a regular basis, you're not going to develop It's like an athlete. You really have to stimulate those muscles and then they will grow. They will strengthen. And in turn, just like me over the past 10 years, your belting voice would get so much stronger. It's not going to happen fast or overnight, but it will happen if you are consistent. So these were my tips for belting, for strong and healthy belting. I hope these tips helped you a little bit today. And you're going to try out your belting voice and try to expand your range. Don't obsess about the high notes. They are important, but remember, they're not the only thing. And whenever you practice, don't just go to the belting. Make sure you have your full vocal warm-up. And for that, you can go to my website, to my blog, FryaSingingTips.com. I will also link it up in the show notes and download my uh, vocal warm-up checklist audio program. I have the checklist that you can download as a PDF to where there's a full vocal warm-up. It's more like a workout. You could do this on a daily basis and make sure you cover everything. You're low, you're high, you're soft, you're loud. All the areas of your voice are covered. It's about a 30-minute audio program and you can go through that. So um, make sure you download that and then you can get started with really specifically also targeting your belting voice. Thanks for listening today. I appreciate it so much. If you like my podcast, I would be forever thankful if you took the time to jump onto iTunes and give me a nice review. I really want to touch more singers and help people who are passionate about singing just just like you and me i'm so passionate about helping others find the awesomeness of their own voice because you have an awesome voice you just have to find it and learn to love it everybody's got something awesome and beautiful about their own voice so thanks for listening and don't forget to check back next wednesday for another episode i got some great interviews coming up very very soon so um, make sure you Subscribe to the podcast if you have not already. And um, I always leave with these words right here because these are the words that I truly live by. Always keep a song in your heart and always keep on singing. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.